Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Marshan is stood up by Darlene who backed right into him. And now here come the troops. Last night, Sabres 5-2 loss to the Boston Bruins. That was the best moment of the night. (laughs) Measly. I mean, that thing got out of hand quickly. Right? I mean, bam, bam, down 2 nothing within the first, what, six minutes of the game, I think it might have been? That has been the last two games. The last two games I've attended were that. Philly, where they got down 2 nothing in like three minutes, and then last night where... Yeah, I told my wife, I'm like, we probably aren't staying till the third. And then it felt like we should, <laughs> you might stay, might leave even earlier than that. Yeah, it's actually a good lead into my first question with Paul, who joins us right now on the Western Hotline. Paul Hamilton, as always, his appearances on WGR are brought to you by Equitable Advisors. Thinking about today and planning for tomorrow by Raylax Honda. Raylax, we got this. You can hear Paul's at practice in the background there. Uh, my question is, Paul, why is this team struggling to score? I mean, that, that's been their identity for, you know, last year. They were amongst the league leaders in goals for. And it just, you know, the last two games, they get a couple late yesterday to get two goals, have two goals in the last two games total. Yeah, it looked like they were getting it rolling, you know, for a bit. For about, uh, well, they have like 19 goals in four games, and uh, it, it seemed like they finally were figuring it out and, uh, you know, how to how to get goals again. And uh, now they're back to not being able to score goals again. I think some of it is the emphasis on trying to improve the defense. They knew that if they were going to do anything or go anywhere this year that they couldn't have the same t- type of defense that they had last year. So I think there's been a lot of concentration on that. There was a lot of concentration on the penalty kill. Uh, now there's more on the power play because the power play, that too was very good last year. Everything's kind of reversed. The penalty kill was horrific last year, and the power play was great. Now the penalty kill, not recently, maybe the last three or four games it hasn't been as good, but for the most part this season has been one of the best in the NHL, and the power play has been one of the worst in the NHL. And... You know, so they're not giving up as many goals as they did last year, but they certainly aren't even close to scoring goals. And a lot of it, guys, I think is, you know, they only have like four or five guys who are contributing to the offense. Mm-hmm. You have to have secondary scoring, and they're just getting none of it. And well, until last night, finally Olison got a couple of goals. Uh, but uh, you know, you only have one out of Krebs. You don't have any out of Oposo. You only have a couple out of Gergensons. Uh, you only have one out of Jost. Uh, you know, you, the bottom six forwards have to be able to contribute something, and they're just getting absolutely nothing out of that. So 
it's like, well, if Skinner, Thompson, Tuck, and Middlestat, and, and Cousins also has been slumping until last night. I thought he had a really nice game last night, but he, he, he seemed lost after, for a while. Uh, when you're just getting absolutely nothing out of the rest of them, you know, that, that, that's not going to work for you. Now we know Tage Thompson is going to be out, as Don Granado said to Joe and Jeremy this morning, could be a little over a month. We are talking weeks, so they're going to be without their one of their top players, and he's a guy that's been very good on the penalty kill. Where do they go from here? We heard Granado talk about Cousins stepping up, Middlestat stepping up, as you were talking about Cousins a little while ago. I mean, how do they piece this together without Tage and now without Alex Tuck as well, by the way? Yeah, that's the same thing I was thinking last night when I was writing the article about it, that... You know, they, last year when Thompson missed four games, they actually went three zero and one. But he's going to miss more than four this year, and a lot of that was Middlestat stepped into his line and was fantastic. I mean, that line was really going it on all cylinders with uh, Tuck and Skinner, and it went really well for them. And and Middlestat, uh, you know, continued that even after Thompson got back because Thompson moved. He he stayed on that line. Thompson uh, really, with the injury he had, couldn't play center, so he was over on the wing on, on playing on another line. So they're very familiar with that, and Cousins is very familiar being in the number two center position. Last year I thought he did it extremely well, and I think that's one of the reasons he seems lost because now Casey Middlestad is their number two center, and Don Granato just puts Cousins everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's like... For, he's on the same line for two shifts, and he's on another line. Then he's center. Then he's right wing. And I kind of get it why he's a little bit, you know, out of sorts uh, with, with what's going on. So this is a good chance, too, to get him rolling. And uh, just, all right, you're the number two center out there. This is going to be your position. This is going to be your line. And uh, I thought, finally, last night, I thought he was back to being Dylan Cousins. In terms of the power play, Paul, they've been struggling so much, and now you take Thompson away on that left wall, which is over last year especially was their most dangerous weapon, that one-timer. Do you have any idea, and maybe they're even doing a practice, like what their answer is going to be there, like who jumps up to the top unit? We'll see. I mean, they just started practice okay. uh, a few minutes ago. And by the way, Alex Tuck is not down there. <laughs> okay. Um, I do not believe I see – I'm up top. I do not believe I see Henry Yoki. How are you? People are wondering why. They do not have numbers during practice, so – I got to go by mannerisms and that type of thing. From whom I'm seeing up here, I do not. He was sick yesterday and wasn't able to play, and I do not believe I see him out there either. So uh, those two are not practicing, and that would really be—they're hoping to have Tuck back by Friday in Winnipeg. And if you're missing Thompson and Tuck against a team that just beat the New Jersey Devils six to three, that that'll be a tall order. So. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they're hoping to get Tuck back for practice tomorrow and maybe get him back in the lineup for Friday's game against Winnipeg. Paul Hamilton here on the West Her Hotline. All right, Paul, I know this is like these kinds of things. that they, It runs rampant on social media, stuff like that. But I think we have to talk about Patrick Kane and ask about if this organization would be willing to do something like that, especially now given the situation at forward and where it lies. And there's been a lot of talk out there, even people who – you know, uh, cover this league and have mentioned the Sabres along with what the Rangers, the Panthers, the Red Wings. What's your interpretation of if the Sabres would do something like that and if that might happen? Well, Kane met with the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. Uh, he's looking to win a Stanley Cup, and that would not fit the Buffalo Sabres this year. Now, 
if there's no cup contender that wants to sign him, then I think the Sabres would be in the running, definitely. But, um, you know, I think he's going to look for a team that's ready to win a Stanley Cup before he does anything about, you know, well, I'd like to maybe play for the Sabres or something like that. So I think he will look into that first. He's 35 years old, so it's not like he has the time to become a Buffalo Sabre and hang out with the Sabres until they win a cup. I mean, yeah, maybe he does, but that that's what, two years, three years minimum? You know that you know until they they get to that point. So um, I don't think that's his number one priority right now. It's it's for winning a cup, and let's say he wants a three year deal. I would doubt Kevin Adams wants to give him a three year deal or something something on those lines. So hmm. you never say never, and it could happen. But right now, I think he's looking for cup contenders. Yeah, and and if if that they were interested and he were interested maybe like in the summer paul i mean if that's true like he he wants a competitor or wants a contender i mean we're we're watching the team too he's probably watching the team and the start they're on i don't really think would give him or anyone that much confidence that they are they're ready to make that jump i mean we're all waiting for it to happen and i'm still optimistic that it can happen this year but I, I do wonder if their start has taken them out of the running, uh, if, if you will. Yeah, and even with a good start, I don't think anybody has aspirations that the Sabres were going to be a, a cup winner this year. I think playoffs, yes. Maybe even win a round or two, maybe. But I don't think anybody was thinking. Maybe they were. I won't speak for other people. But I certainly wasn't. didn't have any ideas at all that this Buffalo Sabres were Stanley Cup contenders this year. Now, if they do, they, still through this all, they're only one point out of a playoff spot. You know, as poorly as they play, have played at times and recently, they're still only one point out of a playoff spot. So they're right there. It's not like they've fallen way behind. They're right there. So if they make the playoffs and do, you know, win around or look good in the playoffs and look like they're improving, you're right. Maybe if he signs a one-year deal with somebody, uh, this year, maybe in the summertime, the Sabres would be an option at that point. And that, by the way, I don't know if we talk about this enough, Paul, like that injury, like there is risk there. Like there's no guarantee that he's going to have multiple years left. That's why the idea of a three-year deal to me is just like complete and utter non-starter if that's what it takes. Because reading more about that injury, like Nicholas Backstrom, he's maybe done in Washington now and Ed Jovanowski's career and Ryan Kessler, like there are multiple players who basically had their career end because of this injury. So I don't know. That doesn't have to mean the same for Kane, but anyone that signs him will be signing up for, for injury risk. And is he still Pat Kane after the injury? Who knows? You know, you, you, I guess you'd have to sign him and get him into practice and get him into games to know if what has this injury done to him as far as his talent, as far as what yep. he can do on the ice. Uh, you know, is he still be, can he still go on the ice and be Patrick Kane, or is it going to hinder him? That again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist. I don't know. I'm not at his practices, so you know. But there, I think there's risk for any team that signs him because, yep. you know, how do they know until they actually get sign him and get him in and uh, get him into some games? 
Paul Hamilton here on the Western Hotline. All right, um, what about Devin Levi last night? Uh, he doesn't play the third period. How did you think he performed? Was this on him? Was this just a collective, hey, we got to change something up? And, you know, what do you think from the rookie goaltender last night? Well, he didn't play well, and it was on the team, too. I mean, the team didn't play well either. Uh, you know, the first goal, that, that's a rebound. He has, to, he has to let his body absorb. He can't be kicking that rebound out into the slot now it would have been nice if owen power who was standing right next to the goal scorer would have actually covered him instead of standing next to him but uh you know that so there were multiple things on that goal three on one again the sabers got too carried away on that they allmark came charging out of the net and three sabers and it didn't look like any of them really had a chance and they all went for the puck and they all went by allmark and allmark just tipped it the other way and Mm -hmm. The Bruins go three-on-one, and Pasternak's in the middle of a three-on-one. He's probably going to make some type of a play, either pass or goal, uh, that, that's going to you know wind up scoring. The one-timer, again, is Pasternak. I would love him to make that save, but you're also talking about one of the best goal scorers and shooters in the National Hockey League who gets a wide-open one-timer in the circle, um, and he blasts it right, right by uh, Levi. So... I, you know, I, I'm sure some people could make the case that he should be able to get over and make that make a big save for his team. And if it might have been anybody else on the Bruins roster, I might have agreed. But with that guy, I mean, you give him a wide open one timer and let him load up in the circle. Uh, you know, he's everybody sees what Tage Thompson can do in that circle, and Pasternak is no different. Is Levi Paul for you, like, his season's been up and down at least? Because there was up, right? Like, the Minnesota game, he was fantastic. Um, Maybe their best goalie performance all year. It's at least, you know, one of them. Is he fighting for his role in the rotation? Like, Comrie is back skating. Granado told us this morning he'll go on the trip, and he wouldn't go on the trip if he's not, you know, if he wouldn't be capable of playing on the trip. So, like, if Comrie comes back and looks like he did and Lukanen can perform well like it it, is Levi I guess like having to play well to continue to earn starts or is or is he just here and they'll start him no matter what because his development is still uh, an integral piece of their team well Comrie has said he needed a few more practices which he's gotten and don't forget he basically stole a game in Winnipeg last year played very very well and against his old team so it wouldn't shock me if he wound up playing in that game in Winnipeg uh, if he gets activated, because he's not on the roster right now, he's still on IR. And, uh, you know, it's tricky, too, because you don't want to send Johnson, Ryan Johnson, back down to Rochester. But you want an extra forward. And when you're going out, out on a trip like that, you, you want an extra forward and an extra D. And if you've got to have an extra goalie, that means Ryan Johnson probably goes back to Rochester. And, you know, if, if, if they get a defense defenseman injured, I think he'd come right back and be playing. So I, I wouldn't fret too much about that. Uh, fans say, well, he doesn't deserve that. They're right. He doesn't deserve to go back to Rochester. But because of roster, if that's how it winds up, because, you know, how much is he going to play with, with no injuries on defense right now? I don't know how much he'd play anyway. So let him play down there. If you get an injury, call him back and put him in the lineup. So, uh, you know, that's that's not that big of a deal. But I could see them activating Comrie for that Winnipeg game. Very quickly. Is this allowed? Are you allowed to paper transaction, paper transaction Johnson to Rochester, but also put him on the plane to Winnipeg? You can't do it forever. Okay. What I mean is, that's what they were. That's what they were doing with Quinn and Krebs and Paterka. Yeah. 
Yes. So what? yes, you can do that, but okay. it, you, you can't do it forever. I okay. Mean, you eventually have to get them down there because those, remember, were just one one game things. Right. You know, they were down there for a game, then come back type of. And then the next guy would go down, and then he'd come back. So uh, there's nothing wrong with Johnson playing some games down there. Why? You know, why, if if they're healthy on defense. And why have him sitting here? Let let Bryson be the guy who's the extra guy on the trip and let Johnson play games. And, again, if you get a defenseman injury, then he's the guy that comes up and plays. So, uh, to, to me, it's not hugely complicated. But the thing, when you're when you're out there, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough to get a guy from Rochester to Winnipeg type of a thing if somebody gets hurt or – but if, if they – they 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 will have to get bring up an extra forward. They they can't go with no extra forwards. So, you know, go go with two D. Yeah. no extra forwards. I mean, that's what they've got right now. Very quickly, because I know we're late. Like, they have two games out west here, and you mentioned like, hey, maybe Comrie gets the Winnipeg game. Would they would they send Levi to Rochester? Same thing without actually sending him to Rochester. No. I, I mean that would open so. up your spot for a defenseman if you don't plan on him playing anyway. That's why I'm asking. If you would, if your plan was Comrie then Lukanen, like I guess what's the point of taking Levi on the trip? Yeah, yeah, but you got three games on the trip, so um, you know I, maybe all three. Would also, play. I think you're, you're right. I think can I just interject I, I missed, here for a I second. I missed the Washington game. I missed the Washington yeah. game. It's three. Yeah. It's three games. I'm if sorry. I could just uh, no, interject here for a no, second too. I, I'd almost guarantee they wouldn't do. You never say never, but no, I don't think they would do that. Now, if Lukanen and Comrie keep playing really good and you get into consistency out of Levi, maybe he goes down for a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think that's what they would do. But, again, I'll say never say never, especially if Comrie and Lukanen continue to play like they've been playing. Uh, you know, you, if, if you wanted to get him down there to get a little bit of consistency into his game, uh, but you know how, how they talk. And it, it's it, for some guys, it's like, you know what? We want them to learn here. We don't want to put them in Rochester. Cousins was that way. When Yoki Haru struggled a couple of years ago, I was saying, why don't you just send him down for a bit and just let him get No, we think he's better here. Practicing here and playing here. You know, it's certain guys they think are better just being here and not being in Rochester where some others, uh, you know, are, are better developing in Rochester. Yeah, and sorry, guys. I, I also I think that's the point, right? Too, if, if you did something like that, guys, like my gosh, like now you're you do it if you need if he has to go to Rochester to play, and then we're having a different discussion. I don't think you do it because he need a roster spot with this guy, this goalie, and what we've been told about him and how they've treated him. I think that would be a really kind of a bad look. You know what I, I mean? I agree. That's why I say like never that. say never. Yeah. But I agree. I, I would be I would be pretty surprised if that ever happened. It would have to really take gotcha. like him like, oh my gosh, he has not been good. We have to do this. Paul, we gotta go. Thank you for joining us here today. Sabres at Jets on Friday night. Paul Hamilton right there on the Western Hotline. One time out left. We'll come back. We'll wrap up your Wednesday here on the Extra Point Show on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 